This is a Vantage House production. Welcome to the Paranormal Radio Show on Q66.6. We're your hosts, Etta and Arlene. It's midnight our time, another beautiful moonlit night. For those new listeners out there, this is a call-in show where we invite you to share your spooky, paranormal oddities and anomalies and the like. To submit your story, check the show notes. We'd love to hear from you. Now let's get in the first call. When doing security for a housing building, I was with my supervisor, and we had an alarm tripping for a door that was open. So my supervisor asked me to do rounds to check the building. And I didn't think anything of it. So I did my rounds, checked all over the building, couldn't find this door, until I got to the parking lot where there was a set of stairs that went down to the boiler room and this door was below the parking lot. Sure enough, there was a door just open. And I checked to make sure there wasn't anything propping it open, like a brick or something. Checked to make sure there wasn't a piece of the door sticking in the way, preventing it from closing. I checked all over the door. I'm getting chills right now. Nothing. So I tried slamming it shut, I tried pushing it shut, even tried pulling it shut, to no luck. And for a moment, I was thinking to myself, you know, while I'm down here, I should really check out and investigate the boiler room, make sure no one's down here. And one of the things that stood out in my mind was just how unusually black it was down there. And... I had this strange sensation that, you know what, I don't need to go check what's in the boiler room. I was told to find this door that was open and close it. So I listened to my intuition and just focused on the door. Still couldn't figure out how to close it. So I'm standing in this little stairwell beneath the parking lot with the door in my hand. and the walkie-talkie in the other hand, talking to my supervisor. I told her, it's just like, hey, found this door, trying to figure out how to close it right now. My palms are sweating. This is so fun. Before I even got the chance to figure out what was going on, it jerked out of my hand and just slammed shut. Nope. Nope. And I remember (laughs) thinking to myself, well, mission accomplished. Uh... <laughs> Doors officially closed. Uh, thank you for your assistance. And then proceeded <laughs> to leave calmly and slowly because I realized at that moment that whatever was keeping the door open, its goal was to try to scare somebody. And I wasn't going to give it that satisfaction. Oh, wow. That was a very brave soul. Oh, wow. Brave soul. Beyond brave. I would have said, fuck that door. I got to get out of here. This is not safe. Yeah. She thanked the spirit. She's like, thank you. I'm out of here. 
I'm confident this caller got out of there. The question is, do you think that the haunt teams persisted? Do you think that it went with the caller after? Usually spirits aren't done. Well, call number one. If you have had occurrences with this energy after this call, please let us know. Hit, yeah. hit up the line again. I, I feel like this wouldn't be their first or their only if they worked that job consistently. Mm-hmm. I feel like this spirit probably persisted. I would think so, too. Mm. And at the end, though, the caller said that the energy, it felt like the energy that was present present was trying to get a reaction. It wanted to. It wanted to cause some sort of fear. That's terrifying. Well, that's why I believe that this entity probably wasn't done. No. Um, I'd be curious to see if any other people who worked at that occupation experience the same thing i mean i'm sure of it i'm certain that there Mm -hmm. are a lot of frightening tales from those who do security especially night shifts i've seen quite a few actually Mm -hmm. um i've seen ones where you have a security guard and a like store and the mannequins move um i've seen some you know what's really haunted are like museums but isn't there a thought that the museums are really haunted because of the relics as well, like some of the artifacts that they have. Yes, yes. There are a lot of accounts of museums having paranormal activity because of just that reason. Um, so it's layered. So some of it is just like the spirits attached to it from it being an old object. Mm. Sometimes we tend to put things that are linked to tragedy in museums. So there's a lot of like discord and probably frightening spirits attached to that. But then you also have um, sacred objects that were taken from various parts of the world that we store in museums that should not necessarily have left where they were from. Yes. Um, So that is quite common. Um, I feel like if you talk to any buddy who works in a museum, they probably have some sort of story. Uh, You know, full disclosure, I worked at a museum for a short period of time and there were definitely, definitely things going on, Mm. especially the older the objects get. And the buildings themselves. Yes, a lot of the times the buildings are... I mean, and then there's always the fun um, museums that are dedicated to haunted objects. Mm -hmm. Those are always great to go to if you're into that. And um, I myself tend to be into those things. And I can't lie, I really enjoyed that call. I I find... I get, like, a lot of amusement from these, these like, calls that... um, pull us into the through the veil that that sucked me right in to the yeah. call. like like i said during it like i had sweaty palms right now it's how uncomfortable mm-hmm. it made me like i could sense and feel the anxiety that, that caused that caller I'm like wow mm-hmm. thank you for calling call number one all right we have a few advertisements and then we'll be back with you shortly if you feel like you are in a precarious situation quite haunted attachment of the recently deceased type Call 1-800-GHOST-BE-GONE. Their operators will match you with the agent best equipped to handle your paranormal needs. That again is 1-800-GHOST-BE-GONE. Hi folks, my name is Chalen, and I'm the host of a news commentary podcast called The Delve. While we're not as spooky as paranormal radio, we still cover some scary shit. You can catch us every Friday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'll see you there. Thank you to our previous caller. We'd love to hear from you again. You sound like a very haunted individual. 
All right, on to our next call. Let's go. My house is really old. It's from the 1920s or even older, I think 1910. And we have a lot of ghost residents of ghosts that have lived here over the past years. We have a ghost that will come home from his shift at the steel factory because when he was alive, he worked at the steel factory. And he goes room by room checking on everybody at 12. We've all had our doors that were fully closed, open, and no one be there. (laughs) And there's been times that we've also heard an old-timey baseball game play from the Mm. third floor of our house, which is where he slept. But we also have... Another ghost that is not as friendly to women um, who is in our basement. My mom has seen him, and he had no legs and looked very menacing. But he is also very active down there. So recently, my boyfriend went to our basement to fix a light down there. And he asked one of us to turn on the light and the switches all the way up the stairs. I didn't hear him. (laughs) Nobody heard him. But the light turned on, so he assumed that somebody had turned the light on for him, but it was actually the ghost. And then when we tried to turn it off, it wouldn't turn off. Definitely a lot of stuff happening. Definitely really spooky. Um, You know, I feel like it's one of those things that there's always some new ghost coming around. Oh, right. Can you move? (laughs) Is there a way for you to uh, leave your residence? (laughs) Like, what do you do in that scenario? I know, obviously, like, there are ways to try to help lessen the paranormal activity in your residence, but that's wild. I'm in the route of, um, if I can't remove it through magical means, how can you I'm going to coexist? ignore it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> that is just the house um, adjusting itself. It is uh, the cat. If I, you know, it's the, the color as a radiator. A it's um, it's a color as a cat. <laughs> it's a glitch in the radio that loves old time. It's just stuck on the station. It's just how it is. Um, anything like that, I'm just gonna pretend it's not there. It's done wonders for me in the past, and I think that method is a fine solution. <laughs> <laughs> solution to the problem. Yeah. If you can't eradicate it, the first ghost sounds like. Uh, he's just trying to live his best life, listen to his baseball games or whatever he's listening to. I, I envisioned like the old time like baseball games whenever our caller had stated that. Yeah. Um, so the first one sounds like it wants to have a roommate situation happening. The other one, how often do you have to go to the basement? Basements are creepy regardless. So it's like, all right, here you go. Yeah. Uh, there's an entity down here. Exactly. But... I've heard, I don't know if you want to entertain this thought too, but sometimes when a spirit, quote unquote, is stuck doing the same thing every day or every month when the clock strikes midnight, you see this woman come out of you know the closet or something, that those are energetic imprints of the deceased who are playing out that scenario, even though it's not necessarily an actual spirit. What are your thoughts on that? Um, Yes, I've heard of that. So individuals can be haunted by stuck energy. That is one thing. Also, I've heard if there has been something um, traumatic or unexpected that sometimes it's, as you stated, like a residual energy that is, it's not actually like a um, 
like free thinking being. It's just doing its thing. It's just this like stuck energy that you can, I'm assuming, clear out pretty easily. Uh, those types of hauntings are not as scary once you realize that there's that cycle that the energy is moving through. There's also our energy that can sometimes cause hauntings. Mm. High emotional states. It's it's said that's some people explain poltergeists mm. as being a symptom of the residence of the home. Like a um, manifestation. Yes, mm. a manifestation of the energy that the individual's putting out. There's always the uh lost soul. So you could have a um a cultist, a death doula, some something like that come in in uh help send that soul to where it needs to go those are easier then there are the spirits that are connected to the home naturally so most homes have spirits on the property <laughs> land spirits i said the thought if you were the person that built that house and you're like i love this house i paid for this house i'm not leaving this house <laughs> Yeah, that can make you stay. That could be a thing. That guy that likes the radio might just really like the house, thinks it's a great afterlife. He's like, I worked hard all my life, and now I can just chill, do my thing. I have, who knows? He's like, this caller might be really attractive. He's like, I have this hottie here. Yeah, high with the body. <laughs> yeah, and they're just enjoying their afterlife. That's also potential. Potential. But the guy um, in the basement, I instantly thought, can I say this on the podcast? Say it. Murder victim. It could he be. said his legs were cut off, and he was in the basement. So, what if he the an energy holds resentment towards feminines because they were taken out? You think that this spirit in the basement was murdered by a woman, and thus he does not like the women in the home. Never know. Then why did she murder him? Maybe he's he probably bad. It. Yeah, I don't trust him. He has. To I don't get know. Out of there. If he doesn't like women, it's a problem. <laughs> Red flag. He's out. Um, yeah, possibility. Caller should consider that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Thank you, caller, for calling in. If you have any more ghost stories you'd like to share, please let us know. Wow, all of the stories were really interesting. I'm really loving all of the ghost stories, and it brings to mind the phenomenon that I've experienced, and so have you, and that's the ghost story of the Lantern Man. Um, and I'm curious if, you know, we should tell the listeners about it. Yeah, we can tell them. So the Lantern Man is this specter, shadowy figure, individual who would carry a lantern in their hand and walk down this dirt road that our grandparents used to live on. And it happened this way every single time we were there. We would see this shadowy figure dressed in time-inappropriate clothing they were going to like a coal mine or something and it would silently just carry its lantern down the road and this happened all the time every time we were there at the same hour every night this energy would cross our path yeah and i always think that this ghost situation was really interesting because i feel like you don't hear too many stories where multiple people are witnessing the specter together and it would be all of our family members outside saying our farewells and then we would all collectively see the lantern man and he would walk with his lantern not acknowledge us nothing and we knew something was wrong because like you stated he wasn't in time appropriate clothing 
and he had a weird hue to him, but he almost looked transparent. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they're out there. And if anybody else has experienced Lancer Man, please feel free to give us a call. We would love to hear your story. And, um... Oh, I think that's Marty. Is that our cue? Yeah, I think he's back. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait, wait. I think we have one more call. We do? Do you want to take it? Yeah, let's take it. Okay. The previous callers have inspired me to share one of my stories. I, too, am quite the haunted individual. I have been living in my home since I was a child, and it has been plagued with a Victorian ghost who paces through my room every single night. This ghost, I don't know if it's stuck in a loop or if it's just how it is, but I personally do not know what to do about this in this situation, so I will be calling when a hundred ghosts be gone. Um, I would like to remain anonymous. Thank you. Oh man, that was that was quite the call. Yeah, you could really hear the trepidation in that anonymous caller's voice. We'd really love for you to call back and give us a bit more information about this Victorian ghost if you feel called to, because it really sounds like something that we would like to hear. So, yeah, I'd love to know more about it and if it's happened more frequently. I mean, the caller sounded terrified. Sounded terrified, and once you remain anonymous, like. They're really shaken by it. Really shaken. I'm glad we took that last call. I am glad we made time for that last call. So if you have any spooky stories or tales you'd like to share on Paranormal Radio, please follow the instructions in the show description. I think Marty's howling. Marty's back again. Yeah. Well, we didn't let him in. We took the call, remember? Yeah, well, I'm glad we did. Me too. Me too. All right. Until next time, we are Etta and Arlene, and this is the Paranormal Radio Show on Q66.6. And remember, this existence is strange, but it's more fun when you believe. Mm